Happy New Year and welcome to the Resistance Broadcast, everybody. I'm John. Thanks so much for joining us today. We have a special type of episode for you. Um, you, as our listeners, viewers, watchers, whatever you want to call yourselves, you are part of the Resistance. How about that? You're a big part of what makes our show so great because you send in your tweets, uh, whether that's in questions for Ask the Resistance or our really popular segment called Resistance Transmissions, where we kind of pitch out a topic to you. You send your tweets and the best of the best make it on the show. Uh, as you may know, over the course of the past few years, we've put some tweets in the Hall of Fame, the Resistance Transmissions Hall of Fame, and we wanted to put together an episode featuring all of you in our Resistance Transmissions exclusive episode to kick off the year with some good times and what we did is put together the resistant transmission segments that featured all of the 2019 hall of famers so get ready to laugh and kick off your year with trb uh, with some good times uh, thanks to you so i uh, want to thank you for that enjoy these and we'll be back on the resistance broadcast on monday morning uh so january 6th with our regular rotation and back in business so uh we appreciate you guys uh, allowing us to take this pseudo sort of break here but we still are doing a lot uh behind the scenes here getting ready for 2020 but until then enjoy these resistance transmissions featuring the 2019 hall of famers and uh we'll see you soon my favorite part of the show uh, no offense to the lovely discussion we just had. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so every week, John goes on Twitter and puts up a crazy, wacky situation. And you guys give your answers. And I read them live on the show. I've never seen these answers. So we'll see what happens. Um, so the situation is General Hux is about to go to sleep after a good day. He ordered the destruction of the Hazian system with great success. <laughs> great success. Yes, very good. Uh, before going to sleep, what did Hux write in his diary? <laughs> Summarizing his great day. <laughs> All right. So the first one is from Brian Pothier at B. Pothier, who is a patron. Uh, he said, the ginger Tarkin strikes again. <laughs> that's his Twitter bio. Ever heard him described that way, but that's it's pretty so good. funny. Next is Jennifer Renzen at Jenny Renzen. And she put this in parentheses with a pink puffy pen, like clueless, I guess. Uh, he draws tiny Darth Vader chibi images all over and begins his passage with dear diary. I'm sorry I forgot to write yesterday. So if anyone doesn't know, when you're younger and you have a diary, you always start it and then you forget. So then you always write, dear diary, I'm so sorry I forgot to write. <laughs> Jeez. That's like a known thing, guys. For me, at least, that I'd always be like, I haven't written in a while. All right, so Jenny made this seem realistic. <laughs> yes. Uh I'm just so upset that Kylo Ren still exists, but we'll show him. I got Snoke on my side. I bet Kylo trashed another room. Sigh. <laughs> Did people write sighs in their diaries? Yeah. I don't know, but I just love that she wrote, Dear Diary, I'm sorry I forgot to write yesterday. What's a chibi? What is that? It's like a little Chi mini chibi. anime. Chibi, chibi. I say chibi. Oh. Yeah. It's American like a little chibi. anime. Yeah, it's um, like. Japanese chibi. 
uh, anime character when they take the like Kylo Ren, the full character, and they make him the little mini Kylo Ren. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah very cute. Yeah, a, a good way to think of it would be like almost every pop vinyl is like a chibi character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like they look, they look childlike and small. Okay. Yeah. Even though they're adults. Well, very clever, Jenny. Very good. I think she, <laughs> um, she's with the uh, dork side, I believe. Yeah. Very good. I love that. I'm sorry, I forgot to write that. Like, I feel attacked by that statement. <laughs> All right. So Edmund Zippo at Edmund Zippo writes, "The Hux Chronicles." Look at your handle. Day one of our glorious enterprise. Killing father was pretty cool, I guess. <laughs> Killing billions was even cooler. They were like, ah, and I was like, haha, die republic scum. And then the lasers went, shvoom. <laughs> Fajoom? That's your laser sound? <laughs> That's what it says. And the planets went like, boom, good day. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. And way to get your handle. Uh, I think this, this guy... When we first started the YouTube videos, he was like one of the first to always comment. So thank you. Edmund's yeah. the best. Thank you for commenting. Uh, Look at your handle. Next is the Canon Cantina. And they used an image from the SNL skit. I forget what it's called, but it's I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And doggone it. People like me. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart Smalley. Yeah. That, he looked in the mirror. <laughs> All right, um, next is Aaron Gould at I am Aaron Gould. I almost read, I am Aaron Gould. <laughs> Lacey, note, he is a dude. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Aaron. <laughs> Lacey, note, don't read these notes out loud. <laughs> well, I guess I need to apologize because I've probably said she for several episodes. I'm so yeah, sorry, Last Aaron. week he's like, it's all good, but I'm a dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron. And I love that John put this in bold and caps. Lazy. Resistance broadcast is thorough. <laughs> Very thorough. All right. Aaron writes, Today, while passionately delivering the goals of the First Order to a glorious sea of white armor, I shat myself. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 why why okay <laughs> all right i tried to compensate for this by talking louder almost frothing at the mouth <laughs> barely certain no one noticed she can't read this she can't read it I'll finish it. Except for Phasma. Pretty sure she knew. She always knows. <laughs> We're gonna have to, at least he's going to have to start reading these ahead of time. Yeah. I oh, thought God, Hux so was indisposed good. after this, but Lacey can't either. Man. So good. That's such a good one, Aaron. I'm so <clears throat> sorry I called you a girl. That okay. was good. Next. <laughs> I'm sorry I called you a girl. Next. Is, next. Next is Broovies with Matt. At Broovies with Matt. And he says, quote, Dear Diary, I broke a blood vessel in my eye today from yelling so hard. It looked like it. Could you imagine? Oh, geez. Okay. If next. someone is positioned like his eye was bloody for like a week or something. Next is Bruno Du, du Amaral. 
at Bruno du Amaral. He wrote, Dear Diary, that was a good shot. I wonder how I missed Kylo's starship, though. Mm. <laughs> uh. Next is Danny Two Porks. <laughs> what? Danny Two Porks at Dan Parmesan. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's my All favorite right. rapper, Danny Tuporks. <laughs> At Dan Parmesan. He wrote, Dear Diary, oh my God, best day ever. Weapon works, Hosnian, Prime, Hosnian system gone, slightly worried. I spat when, I, when giving my speech, but I don't think anyone noticed. A lot of people don't notice things about Hux, I guess. Yeah. That was yeah. good. Well, except for Phasma. She always knows. She always knows. <laughs> Danny has a great name. Danny, I think you have the best name tonight. Danny Two Porks at Dan Parmesan. I think Dan Parmesan's better. Dan Dan Parmesan is the album title. Oh, Um, okay. From Danny Two Porks' first (laughs) mixtape drop. I like it. And last but not least is Scott Gibson, parentheses, soon to be at Star Wars Celebration Chicago, parentheses, at Scott Gibson. See you there. I love Scott Gibby. He talks to me all the time on Twitter. What up, Scott? There is a postscript of this, too. You got to read it. He says, Dear Diary, everything went so well today, and I'm pretty sure Snoke was watching. Heart. Heart. Our reviews are next month, and I just know this will push me into the 3% raise bracket. (laughs) P.S. Kylo Ren sucks. Um, All right, guys. I don't know how I got through that one. That was a good one. Okay. So, resistive transmissions are where every week John puts up a crazy, wacky situation on Twitter, and then you guys give your best answers, and then I read them live. So, I've never read the situation. I don't know what the tweet is. Here we go. All right. So, the situation is... We created a mock version of the crawl. Oh, this is the direction to me. Okay, so <laughs> No, no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. We created a mock version of the crawl for episode nine and posted it to our Twitter account with the opening line being Episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Sheevy Babes Palpatine is back, comma. And this we wanted you guys to tell us what the next line of the crawl will be. All right. So then he put in, in parentheses. Please read this before each one. <laughs> okay, John. <laughs> okay, up first is Mark Newbold at Prefect hey. underscore timing. Hi, Mark. Nice to hear from you. Miss you, bud. Uh, he Ooh. said, Sheevy Babes, Palpatine is back. Wait, what? So Mark broke the rules and didn't... <laughs> okay. Uh, so Mark said, can we revise the title of the film from The Rise of Skywalker to palp fiction and have Travolta in as Vincent Palpatine and Samuel Jackson as Julius Windu. I like I said, he he didn't do what he's supposed to do here, but Mark I is love that. the man. <laughs> Mark, you're and the I best. thought that was so funny, so uh I had to throw it in. So Mark, uh you're the man. Well done, Mark. Mark Newbold of Fanta Tracks, by the way. Of Fanta Tracks. I apologize. I should have. It was a Fanta rub. (laughs) All right. That's That's their whole opening monologue of the movie about the foot rub. Mm-hmm. All right, so next is the Trev, the big Trevbowski at spin up the F, spin up the FTL. Big Trevbo. And he wrote, 
Sheevy babes, Palpatine is back, dot, dot, dot. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> Backstreet Boys, Sheev's nope. back, tell a friend. Oh, no, this is Eminem. Yep. Sheev's back, tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? I've created a monster because nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want to see Sheev baby. <laughs> all right cool <laughs> i like how deep it went it just yeah. kept going <laughs> what we don't know is the thread kept going and he did the whole song the yeah whole song. Um, he did the whole album actually nice mom spaghetti <laughs> next is Help mike sweaty. mike sellers at puke 32 sellers <laughs> ellers p-u-k three two ellers and he wrote sheevy babes palpatine is back Returning to a now post-cackle galaxy. Can we stop with the cackle? <laughs> Hashtag oh, cackle. Gosh. I'm so sick of that word. There's Next still more is to come, Grant Zepernick at Grant underscore Zep. Hi, Grant. And he wrote, Sheevy Babes, Palpatine is back, and he can't stop cackling. Next is Joshua B at Darth Glucosa. And it's Shivi Babes Palpatina's back, and he's all out of bubblegum. (laughs) What? That's a a they live from Duke Nukem. No, they live. They live. I came here to do two things kick ass and chew bubblegum, and I'm all out of bubblegum. I first experienced it with uh, Duke Nukem. Rest in peace. I'm sure. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Sorry, Josh, I didn't get your reference, but it sounds really funny. Um, next is Mandalorian Mark at Mark Mandalorian. And he said, Sheevy Babes Palpatine is back and he's here to kick names and take ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's from Avengers Infinity War. Part one, no spoilers. Mantis. It's a, it's such That's like a nod to like Clark Griswold too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next is Sean Santarude at Rude Cold. How rude, Sean. Hey, Sean, what's up? And he Patron. wrote, Sheevy Babes, Palpatine is back. R2-D2 has buggered off to the far reaches of the galaxy in anger due to the lack of screen time. Oof, oh. felt this one. Now that seems pretty on point for a crawl, if you ask me. Next Good is call, Sean. Chris Brittell at Chris Brittell. Way to get that handle, Chris. <laughs> and oh, he, yeah. He wrote, uh, Sheevy Palpatine, whatever, baby back, bad babes back. <laughs> <laughs> my woman, my babe, Palpatine ribs, baby back. <laughs> he wrote, for one night only, this Friday at the comedy store with a set. <laughs> That's so funny. You'll die cackling. Cackling. I can't get away from it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next is the kind of vacants at the kind of vacants. <laughs> it's actually just kind of vacants. Yes. Kind, duh, underscore kind, dundus, underscore awakens. And underscore. He, <laughs> whatever. He wrote, Sheevy Babes, Palpatine is back. Dot, dot, dot. And he didn't tell the whole tragedy of Plagueis Babes the wise after all. (laughs) Plagueis Babes. Plagueis Babes. (laughs) All right. And last but not least is Adam Odell at Odell Adam. Hi, Adam. Hey, pilot. Hello. And he wrote, 
Sheevy Babes, knife, Palpatine huh? is back while Snoke is beside himself. It's more like <laughs> while Snoke is in half. That's the that's the yeah joke. laying beside himself. He's literally oh. laying beside himself. <laughs> more like cutting two. <laughs> oh my god my bad he's literally laying beside himself yeah I thought this is one of the best ones ever sent in this is close to a hall of fame Adam I'm so sorry (laughs) I think if Lacey got it immediately and had a better reaction it had contention for hall of fame well I had a good reaction after I got it she ruined it I'm sorry, Adam. Forgive me. So, the deal is, every week, John puts up a crazy, wacky situation, and then you guys give your answers, and then I read them live on the show. So, I've never read them. I don't know what's going on. I don't even know the situation. So, let's see. Okay. So, porgs are real. Oh, word? They are actors. <laughs> and this guy just found out that there are, I'm assuming it's a picture of a pork. The guy with the thing on his head? Oh, the wires. So they the released wires. a photo this past week of um, a pork from The Last Jedi with like wires on its head and it's kind of like pulling mm-hmm. apart the Millennium Falcon. Okay, so uh, they are actors, and this guy just found out that he, they are not casting porgs in The Rise of Skywalker. What does he do to make ends meet until he can find his next acting gig? <laughs> <laughs> oh no poor gary gary john your twitter skills are ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> next is okay so first up is, is jubacus at jubacus and he says gary makes quilted porg mittens from chewy's hair on petsy the porg version of etsy <laughs> <laughs> in a galaxy far, far away. Hashtag make solo two happen. <laughs> Nicely done. Next That's is Jim. I was talking about Etsy earlier today. We were talking about those Harry Potter like things that people mm-hmm. make. And I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, oh, they always use uh like the Deathly Hollow logo or like yep. always or something like that. I was like, this ain't my first time on Etsy. I've, I've been on there. <laughs> Etsy. Next is um, Jseed47 at Jseed47. And he wrote, I mean, dot, dot, dot. I know one, and he put that in caps, way to make ends meet. And he put meat as in like. A-T. Yeah. Eating. And then he shared a gif of the roasted pork chewy cooked. Oh, you, dude, Jseed, you are a bad seed, dude. Man. Why would you do that? Why you do this? Wow. Okay. I next mean, that's is, a good pun, I guess, right? No, I refuse. <laughs> All right. Next is villain at Scum and Villainy, and they wrote, he flies south for the winter, obviously. Oh, okay. <laughs> Little realistic bird joke. There we go. Um, <laughs> next is our buddy Scotty J. Rowe at the Scott J. Rowe. Hi, Scott. It's been a while. He hasn't he wrote, punched it in a while. Whoa. I guess we have to talk to him on the rundown. He becomes a porg star. And then he included a pair of panties <laughs> with a porg's face on it. <laughs> oh, oh, Scotty. Scott, we got to have a combo. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even want to know whether you own a pair of those or not. 
Okay, next is Len Brown at R2 underscore Len. This is the week of Len. Hi, Len. The week of Len has arrived. Uh, He says he works at Grief Counseling Center for Porgs that had family members eaten by Wookiees. That's a pretty good gig, I think. What is going on? Okay, next is Grand Grand Admiral Thrawn at M1T Thrawn. U R U zero. I do like an eye test and Admiral. Sure how about just Admiral? He doesn't. Does he not like being called Nathan either way? Nathan, how are you, buddy? <laughs> well, you just ruined that. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Thron. He Thron. says, obviously, he's off destroying Snoke's browser history by nesting in there the it hardware. Is. <laughs> that browser history joke has gotten so many legs thanks to Genghis Dingus, the the second Hall of Famer. Isn't it Genghis Dingus? I said Genghis Dingus. Oh. Next you know, is he his name is trying to do like the proper the full name of Thrawn, like right. Mithranurioto yeah. or something. Right. Yeah. His whole yeah, full deal. Cool. Next is Will Carlton <laughs> at Lacey's Will Carlton Six. Uh he wrote he brings balance to the force before the events of the rise of Skywalker, rendering the movie pointless and completing his revenge. <laughs> so that's like a that's a lacy answer. That's, That's like what a, I would do. Is that like a time travel, like Back to the Future? If I stop this from happening, then there you go. <laughs> well done. Will he completes Carl. his revenge. Oh. I love that he gave the Porg such a mastermind plan. That's like I will seek. So <laughs> Will it's Will Darth Carton, Porg. Will Cart Darth Porgus. I'm sorry. Will Carlton Six needs to go back in time and get his handle. By the way. He does, because there are five people before you. I was going to say six, but you are the sixth. Okay, next is Mello runs in Jedi robes at a gray Jedi, one of our generals on (laughs) Patreon. I had pizza with that guy. We did have pizza. Uh, He says, spokesman for KFP, a.k.a. Kentucky Fried Pork. What are you doing, Mello? (laughs) What is happening? (laughs) All right. And last but not least is Rogue Squad t- 2 at Rogue underscore Squad 2. And they wrote, Porgy gets a few commercial gigs, but has to supplement income with odd children's birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a call from his agent for an off-Broadway musical of The Last Jedi that gets so, so reviews. <laughs> Hanging with hanging with pigeons on the street one day, he looks up to see a sign, Sesame Street, he finds hope. <laughs> wow, that is a thought out character arc for a that, that is so thorough. That is incredible. You may have to read that again. I think my favorite part is that he says, it gets so, so reviewed. Well, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. It's like, sorry. A, it's like an entire novel. He's like, I know. there and flock again. Okay. A porg yeah. story. <laughs> so, you gotta get the audiobook. Sorry. Rogue Squad yeah. Squad 2. Let me, let me get it together. He says, Porgy gets a f- few commercial gigs, but has to supplement income with odd children's <laughs> birthdays. <laughs> She's not going to get through it. No. Okay, I got Should it. Should I, I read it. this? I got it. I got it. Okay. She's got it. <laughs> Porgy gets a few commercial gigs, but has to supplement income with odd children's birthdays. <laughs> he gets a call from an agent for an off-Broadway musical of The Last Jedi, which gets that gets so-so reviews. 
hanging with pigeons on the street one day. He looks up to see a sign, Sesame Street, and he finds hope. That is unbelievable. If someone out there... I think is, this is Hall of Fame for me, guys. This is so well done. <laughs> Should, are we putting this in the Hall of Fame? Uh, children's it's because there's like three party. sections to the story. You like know It's like three answers in one, but it <laughs> right, really so, is about... So we have to... We have, like, the fall and rise of Ford. We have, of we have Gary to, the Ford. Hold on, we have to put, yeah. we have to put this to a vote then. So Lacey wants this to be in the Hall of Fame. James, is this a Hall of Fame resistance transmission? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, then Come I don't on. need to vote. So it's in the uh, Hall of Fame. Children's party, <laughs> children's birthday party. But I will say, I I agree. I I, I will put oh, this. Gosh. I will agree to put this in the Hall of Fame. So this is our third. Resistance Transmission <laughs> Hall of Fame entry by Rogue Squad 2. Uh, well, and if anyone out there is an artist uh, who wants to make a <laughs> little mini comic of this little story, <laughs> please, we will gladly put this on a shirt or do something uh, and uh, make this uh, a little nice little story for Porgy over here. So, or give you a shirt. We'll give you a shirt. <laughs> so you guys answer... A crazy wacky situation um, and you give your best answers and I read them so here is the scenario the scenario is you're captured by a bounty hunter the Mandalorian his part his partner Ugnolty uh, is about to carbon freeze you what do you say to Ugnolty to convince him to not freeze you and to let you go the first answer is from Cody is hurting some nerfs <laughs> at TV Cody <laughs> and he funny. said anyone ever tell you you look remarkably remarkably like beloved character actor Wilford Brimley ruffian <laughs> bounty hunters are easily manipulated by flattery or so I hear <laughs> next is Tom B 140 at Tom 140 SW and he said if you freeze me, 3PO will become angry and use his magic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Next is Wes Alred at W Alred1976. And he said, Hey, hold on. I'll pay you triple. You're throwing a fortune away. Don't be a fool. Nice. What Han is that Solo. from? Perfect. Oh, Han Solo. Yeah. That's Han Solo, Return yeah. of the Jedi. Um, next is. Todd is ready for the Mandalorian. I wonder what he's excited for <laughs> at Todd knows best. And he said, what's it going to take for you to ug not put me in carbon freeze? Nice. <laughs> not that. <laughs> yeah. If you said that, he'd be like, <laughs> that's got to go in the, the, the dad joke discord channel, Todd. <laughs> yeah. Danny at chibi gone. 89 says, wait, did you ever hear the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? That's well done, because that's a long story. <laughs> that's how you buy time. Next is Daddy Dameron at Austin Ooh. Hockert. Is that your he favorite Twitter name? <laughs> no, but it's lovely, Austin. It's a lovely name. Um, oh, this is good. He said, wait. I know who Matt Smith plays in The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that God. is a good one. That is a definite good one. Uh, next is Parkland Strong at Wide Awake 1981. 
and he said, save Martha. Nice. DC reference. Oh, is that a DC reference? I'm a Marvel girl. Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman. Never seen it. Uh, Next is Matt at MIB 1188. Is that Men Men in Black? Maybe? Yeah. Yeah. It also could be Matt Ingress Baldwin. I don't know. Ingress? I don't know. I was trying to think of any name that started with an I, and that was the first one that popped in my head. He said, terrible. I'm holding a thermal detonator. Oh, oh yeah. but he wasn't. No. It was just a rock. You're, it was a rock. Yeah. <laughs> he made a clicking sound with his mouth. Right. Uh, next, <laughs> last but not least. <laughs> How is this a thing? <laughs> Is Ugnolty at Ugnolty? <laughs> and it says, it doesn't matter what you say, I'm still carbon freezing you. <laughs> Roll a reversal on this one. Yeah. He well came done. back, he found us, and <laughs> said, You can't shut me down. So we <laughs> have. Let me be Hall of Fame. <laughs> I, I think that's a Hall of Famer, too. Um, but I have to say this we have so when we come up with like bits and characters and we rename things on the podcast there's a secret person who captures all of the Twitter (laughs) handles just makes personality (laughs) accounts and then tells us that they're doing it for us in case we ever need them (laughs) and I can't reveal who this person is but but Ugnalti is followed by Lucasfilm employees. So. Right. Yes. Lucasfilm employees who don't follow me follow or Ugnalti follow that I came up with. So that's that's my life. And as I said that, I realize I always say it is time, but that's okay. It's my thing. Um. So how this works is every week John puts up a crazy wacky situation, and you guys give your answers. And so we pick the best, bless you, the most creative ones. <laughs> James is allergic to funny tweets. <laughs> He's allergic to my terrible reading, I guess, words. Me. Yeah. Maybe he's allergic to me. I did anyway. mute the the correct mic. <laughs> so okay, nobody well. heard me sneeze. Oh, except good. for you well, guys. You can just cut this <laughs> it's out. It's very then. random for audio listeners. All right. So <laughs> the situation is imagine JJ Abrams went to DM Pablo Hidalgo, RIP Pablo Hidalgo's Twitter account, uh, <laughs> for canon clarifications and found out he was blocked by Pablo like the rest of us. Well, that just proves that I don't read this until right now. <laughs> Uh, let's assume JJ made a backup account so he could DM Pablo. What is his backup Twitter handle? All right. First up is Joey Sack at Joey Sack. Hi, Joey. He says, at, uh, hey, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Next is Dekine Awakens at Dekine Awakens. And he said, at is Han Han Cannon. <laughs> Next oh, is Brandalorian at Phantasmic Ears. Uh, he said, at Rad Bobot. <laughs> I like that. Nice. 
Next is Rez at Real Rez Ludub said at Oceanic Flight 815. Oh. <laughs> I had to Google what that meant. I assumed it meant it's lost. lost. Yeah. 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 Todd DeGrossier at Todd Knows Best said, at incredibly satisfying. They said satisfying so much it's in insane. the past week. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's like a joke at this point. I feel like they're doing it on purpose. The movie should be called The Rise of Satisfying. <laughs> it should, really should be. They're like, hashtag, what's a word I could use to... Uh, mm. <laughs> the Rise of Satisfying. Uh, Darth Glucosa at Darth Glucosa said, at the Passion Projector. <laughs> projector i think well yeah <laughs> projector yeah what well, how did i say it uh, well i think because you know, i do the jj it's the passion project thing yeah the passion projector yeah i guess so that's what it says is that wrong i read it as projector but i know that's projector wrong, but, yeah like oh, prospector right. oh like he prospects, he's a prospector. Oh, he's a Justin projector. Reed at <laughs> Justin zero one one six nine one said at definitely not JJ Abrams. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Uh, next is Danny. Hi, Danny at Chibigon eighty nine, and she said at um Pablo. This is JJ. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Next is Bruno Du Amaral at Bruno Du Amaral wrote at I underscore love in caps underscore random underscore transformer underscore drawings. That's how to get to a man's heart. Yeah. He'd follow. <laughs> last I read ahead. Was... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Staley at Deuce underscore Staley said at James Bainey. <laughs> it's taken, JJ. You can't that's get it. That's incredible. Maybe that's JJ. Oh my god. That's Hall of Fame, guys. Come on. At James Bainey. <laughs> I'll put I'll put I'll put Andrew in the Hall of Fame. That is Hall of Fame. <laughs> guys, time for resistance transmissions. So how this works is usually John puts up a crazy, wacky situation, but this week he was feeling kind of nostalgic. He changed it up and he asks... Kind of nostalgic? Nostalgic. Oh, okay. I mean, if you want to feel kind of... I don't know what that means, though. <laughs> well, Lacey, <laughs> the I was... Opposite, <laughs> the opposite is yes, nostalgic. Lacey, I was going to... I was going to come up with like a a crazy, wacky situation again this week, but I drew a blank and I couldn't think of anything. This is actually good. You didn't have to admit that. I actually approve of this one. Okay, great. (laughs) You don't need to explain yourself. All right. So the Rise of Skywalker opens today. Um, We're releasing an episode. Oh, okay. So this was his explanation to you guys. Never mind. No. Okay, the question to you guys was, what's your favorite personal experience seeing a Star Wars movie in a theater? Here's another example of I don't read this in advance because I just read the directions that you guys got. <laughs> but whatever. All right. I shouldn't so have put first, those in there, I guess. That's it's fine. Point. It's fine. Uh, Seth Keim, one of our generals at SK or S Keim 09. Wrote, SK. <laughs> shh. 
<laughs> I'm going to pie you later. I'm going to bring an extra one just to pie you. Ooh. Uh, okay, so he said, randomly meeting at Myra Trunks, because he doesn't have James Bainey, because JJ does, before the premiere of Solo, then talking Star Wars for an hour prior and hearing his immediate reactions afterward. Solid. Hashtag make Solo to happen. Very cool. James, you know what's funny? I remember talking about going to Solo after Solo with you, and you brought this up. You mm-hmm. said, I met a guy. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. So it's so funny that it's Seth. Wait, Seth, hold how- on now. Did he recognize you, or did you say, I had that go again? Um, James is like, I don't remember. I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because I'll be honest here and Seth probably is, is I don't know, in, in a weird spot, but I don't remember this at Solo. I remember this at Rogue One. I remember you talking about this with Solo. Yeah. Solo? Solo. Yeah. Because we weren't on the pod during Rogue One. You even said, I met this guy. He was so nice. It was just so awesome to talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah, it, mu- it must have been. I must be mixing up two stories then because I remember talking to somebody at, at Rogue One, but but you're right. Bringing up, I remember bringing up the podcast and then being surprised that it was part of the podcast, that I was part of the, the show and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah. Um, if I remember correctly, he recognized my voice first. Like, I think they said something and then I started I talking you saying and they that, were yeah. like, they were like, oh, that's weird. Like, and then I said something about working for a Star Wars website and they, they asked and then they, they said, two and two um, together. yeah, they're like, they're like, oh, you work for, uh, I said Not Star they, Wars Newsnet. And then they were like, oh, you're on the resistance broadcast. And I was like, what? <laughs> like they said our show name by, by title. Yeah. Right. Well, Seth- it was solo. Don't feel bad because James couldn't remember the last time he screamed during a movie. So. Right. Right. Yeah, no. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, uh, CA is ready for the rise of Skywalker at knock, not lock underscore 117. Said, quote, he ignites it and kills his true enemy. This was the scene that I will never forget. The hush that fell, followed by the massive cheers and whistles and claps. Such a powerful moment in with my favorite character, no less. I agree. I said this. Every screening I went to, people cheered and clapped. Yeah. They wanted him to help Ray. As in Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. Mm-hmm. All right. So Todd Speed Rebels at Todd Hertz said, On opening night of The Phantom Menace, a guy came in full Darth Maul cosplay. It might have been Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, He was stoked. He paced back and forth. He taunted the crowd. At the end of the movie, he sat in his chair long after the movie ended. (laughs) I hope this is a real story. I had to include it. (laughs) Quiet, (laughs) dejected, and forlorn. I think of him often. (laughs) I think of him often. That poor guy was so so pumped for Darth Maul. (laughs) That is is going in with uh, expectations, right? 
That is yeah. Hall of Fame answers. That is the best answer that anybody could have given. I hope that was. I hope it's real, Todd. You have to let us know. Todd, I think it is. I mean, it was so specific. Okay. Oh my god, I think that was one of the. <laughs> he taunted that, the crowd. That and that in the uh, <laughs> the Porg Broadway play one. <laughs> think those are the best ones we've ever had this this particular one reads like a children's book like i could almost <laughs> see like you turn the page and it's like him being like this and it's like he taunted the crowd right. and he like turned the page again yeah, right. and then it shows him just and and was, at the end of the movie he yeah. sat in his chair long after the movie ended and then, like, then turn the page the again. illustration like, would just be an empty room with just a spotlight on him and it's like i think of him often yeah, yeah. good night darth maul maybe we need someone to good make night, it. darth maul yeah maybe we should have someone make good a night, children's maul. book called good night darth maul with this no good good night maul like good night moon oh yeah good oh night, maul. i like that yeah oh, God, nobody that steal my that favorite children's book all right, next is <laughs> still laughing that this guy showed up and was taunting people. And then the person sitting next to him was probably like, oh, <laughs> sorry, this guy. Okay, anyway, getting it back together. Adam Odell at Odell Adam said, The Force Awakens, living in a town at the time where I could see it with my, um, with three of my five siblings, my wife, friends, and take up an entire row. I'll never forget hearing Ray's theme for the first time as she slid down the sand dune thinking, this is Star Wars. Nice. Yeah, that's cool. I agree. Next is our buddy Mark Newbold at Prefect underscore timing. He said, watching A New Hope for the first time, arriving late and seeing the Han versus Greedo scene first, seeing a double bill of Empire Strikes Back with Herbie goes bananas or crowd going nuts during the Yoda versus Dooku moment in Attack of the Clones. Or being third row at the world premiere of TFA. Plenty more. Wow. Well, uh, that is like so funny that he saw a double bill of The Empire Strikes Back with Herbie Goes Bananas. Because I mean, <laughs> I, I grew up with the Herbie movies and that movie is so ridiculous. The fact that it's paired, it was paired in a double bill with Empire is Crazy. amazing. Yeah, that's like, that's like when uh, Jimi Hendrix opened for the monkeys. That's actually a story. <laughs> Next is Sam George at ACFAC14. And they said, I was 10 years old watching Attack of the Clones in the cinema. The scene may get laughed at now, but Yoda dropping his walking stick and fighting fighting Doku, do, uh, Dooku made me leave my chair. I was that excited and impressed with his uh, acrobatics. I agree. That's what you uh, did, John. Yeah. I was a little older. I was like one year older than that. But. <laughs> Next is Paul Howe at Dandy1138. He said, my, my dad introduced me to Star Wars. He took me to a double bill of Star Wars and Empire in 1980. I returned the favor with The Force Awakens. It was such a lovely, warm feeling to turn the tables like that in a moment I'll never forget. That's awesome. Aww, that's yeah. really awesome. I loved seeing The Force Awakens like with my dad. Um, Andrew Staley at Deuce underscore Staley said, seeing Return of the Jedi on opening night in 1983 with my dad, we resumed the opening night tradition in 2005 with TFA and is still going. Love that. 2015. Yeah, wow. Sorry, 2015. Uh, Semperfy Danny at Semperfy Danny, um, who, thank you for including us in your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The calendar. Advent calendar. Yes. Mm. Your Star Wars Mm. advent calendar means a lot. 
Uh, they said, the only movie I've seen in theaters was an advanced screening of Solo, but it was the first time I got a sense of what it means to be a part of this amazing fandom and what the movie means to the fans. It was incredible and cemented my love for Star Wars. That's that awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Solo's great. Makes Solo 2 happen. All right. Stephen Miller at Rev Steve Miller said, I introduced my wife to Star Wars. We saw episode one and two in our home right before episode three came out. Going to that with her is my favorite theater experience. Oh, yeah. That's Aww. really cute. That I can't say the same. That earned a that earned a R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N quote tweet, that one. What did you quote tweet it with? I think I wrote the word love. Love is introducing your wife to Star Wars to episode two and th- <laughs> one and two and then taking her to episode three. Right. Love <laughs> love is a battle droid. Nope. At Benatar? Try again. Mm-hmm. Not good enough. Right. Darth Krieger at Darth Krieger. Said 1980, Vampire Strikes Back. The sound, the adventure, the story, and the big reveal became the template for everything I looked for in a movie for the rest of my life. With every new chapter, Star Wars is truly the never-ending story. That's awesome. That that is so cool to hear the people that saw it for the first time when literally everyone saw it for the first time. What? Yeah. What do you mean? Right. Uh, Mike Harris rises in eight days. (laughs) Which is probably a little late now. It's probably rises today. Right. Uh, at Sky Mauler said, I got to take my son in, got to take my son with in 2015 to our first brand new Star Wars film experience together. On the 19th, we'll be closing out the sequel trilogy together and nothing will top that. That is I love awesome. that. A lot of family stuff. Yes. It's awesome. That's the really, key. Really, really cool. And I remember someone, I, I don't, sorry, Lacey, someone. It's okay. I, ha- I hate when I forget this, but one of our listeners or viewers quote tweeted the thread, like the resistance transmissions initial tweet and said, check out the responses in this thread uh, with families and stuff. So like it, it I, I like that people got to be reminded of what this all really is all about. Cool. Yeah, That's lovely. Okay, well, that does it. I hope you didn't laugh too hard, but I hope you did enjoy the Resistance Transmission exclusive episode featuring the 2019 Hall of Famers. Uh, Those segments were great, brought back a lot of memories. Some of those I remember just laughing so hard, as you saw there. Uh, The three of us, James, Lacey, and I have such a good time uh, with the end of the shows because a lot of times we'll have a serious discussion on the podcast and we'll be able to end the show uh, with uh, those laughs so thank you all so much for always sending those in get your your minds ready and, and your comedic skills and, and cleverness ready for 2020 we look forward to more resistance transmissions um, but uh, you know we'll be back on Monday again with our full slate regular episodes on uh, January 6th but until then I uh, just want to thank you all so much uh, obviously make sure you're always going to starwarsnewsnet.com every day for your latest Star Wars news reviews, editorials, information and more you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify and YouTube uh, head to over to tpublic.com slash user slash resistance broadcast to pick up your Make Solo 2 Happen shirts, a TRB shirt Star Wars Newsnet stuff, whatever you'd like go check it out, pick it up uh, and also if you want to support us you can head to patreon.com slash resistance 
broadcast. Tiers start at $2 a month. We have exclusive mini episodes on there that we're posting every week, eight every month as a matter of fact, and a lot of other benefits from there. So go check out the page. If you want to support us, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. I do want to say a very special thank you to our Patreon generals. That is Carmelo, Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, JG Carr, Seth Keim, Micah Harrison, and Val Trichkoff. Generals, we salute you. Again, I hope you enjoyed this a little bit of a different episode of the Resistance Broadcast as we're getting ready to kick off our full slate for 2020. It's going to be a big year. A lot of new Star Wars content is coming down the pike in the years to come, and we're here to talk about it and have a good time when the Resistance base opens back up on Monday morning. But until then, have fun, enjoy your weekends, and as always, we'll see you around, kids. <laughs>